Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello, COS supporters, and welcome back to another edition of COS Live. My name is Andrew Lush. I'm going to be your host for this episode. And of course, I'm joined by Rita Peters, who is my co-host, but she's also the Senior Vice President for Legislative Affairs. Rita, it is great to have you back. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to be with you again, Andrew. And I hope that the people watching today will let us know where they're watching from. Drop us a little note so we can see who's out there and where you're watching from. Yes, please. You can send a little comment below. Tell us where you're watching from. But then on top of that, you can send out a like, rumble, a retweet, or a share. This helps grow the program, and of course, it helps bring awareness to the secret weapon that the Founding Fathers gave to all of us. And of course, it is a secret weapon that we can use to rein in federal power. I'm talking about a convention of states. Uh, the success of this depends on you. It depends on we the people. So please share the news of Article 5 and Convention of States out there as far and wide as you possibly can. Uh, if you watch the establishment programs, you get a lot of entertainment. You get a lot of news that's very harrowing and dark and negative. If you're watching the mainstream media, it's one shiny object to the next. But here at Convention of States, we are working to change the narrative. At Convention of States, we want to empower our grassroots, but we also empower our supporters with positive news with how our organization is growing, how we are the solution as big as the problem. And we also want to bring a solution that you maybe don't know about. The Founding Fathers intended we, the people, to be self-governing. They didn't intend for us to just show up on midterm elections and elections for presidents. They intended us, for, they intended us to be a self-governing populace that was engaged constantly within the political atmosphere. Uh, so we are going to bring on in just a, a little bit, we're going to bring on two of our staff writers who are helping to change the narrative within or change the narrative by talking about Convention of States through our blog articles. We're going to sit down with them and talk about what they do as staff writers. We also have our Article 5 trivia giveaway with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. So before we get to our interview, we're going to send it over to Mike, who has the question for our Article 5 trivia giveaway. Mike, over to you. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Rita. It is so great to be back here with you guys and to be able to tease the brains of all of our great listeners out here that are getting more informed, that are displaying what they know about Convention of States. And today's trivia should be a lot of fun. I'm going to give away one of these hats, the Article 5 hat. It's such a great conversation starter when I wear my Article 5 hat. This one's brand new. You can see it's still got the sticker on it. has the Made in USA label on the inside. It's a pretty cool hat. It's what uh, we sometimes call a baseball hat or a dad hat. It's not the big structured one. Uh, it has a place to adjust the size. It is a cool hat. It's a great price. If you don't win it, go to Shop Convention Estates anyway and pick one up because it's a great way to start conversation about convention states because people go look at it and go, what's Article 5? Say, oh, glad you asked. And hopefully you'll have a pocket guide close by because after you tell them about convention states, you'll want to hand them a pocket guide and ask them to go sign a petition because you guys are the ones that are building this army well over 5.3 million and beyond on our way to 35 million patriots. Because we all know that if we leave it up to our media, if we leave it up to our teachers, if we leave it up to the entertainment 
complex, then boy, we are in a lot of trouble. So thank you guys for participating. And now I've got a question for you to test your knowledge for trivia. And here it is. In a recent tweet, a candidate for U.S. Congress out of Arizona asked the following question. I've seen the argument for convention of states. The Congress, whenever two-thirds of both houses shall deem it necessary, so who gave Congress the authority to deem or not deem it necessary? Seems that Josh Barnett misunderstands the convention of states process. So here's the question. Get ready to pop it in the chat. Your answer is be a great way to stimulate the conversation based on what's going on today. So here's our question. How is an Article 5 convention called? That's your question for the day. And I will be back at the end of the show to reveal the answer. And hopefully you'll puff up and say, I was right. Back to you, Andrew. Thanks, Mike. Well, joining us today on the program, we have Brianna Kramer and we have Jake Fay. They are two staff writers with Convention of States Action. Hello to both of you. How are you doing? Hello. Doing well. Thank you for having us. Yes, it's a pleasure to have you both on. Um, so just to start us off, I'd like you to both share just a little bit about yourself. Each of you just kind of tell how you got started with Convention of States and what it's like being a staff writer. And Brianna, I'll send it over to you first. Yeah, so I started at COS just about one year ago. Uh, I started as an intern in the Emerging Leaders Program, and I was on the media and marketing team. And so I worked as a writer for the past year with uh, uh, the intern program, and then also got to participate weekly in the different uh, uh, trainings and, and Zoom calls that we did as interns. And then at the end of the internship program, I got to uh, come on full time, which I was super excited about to be a staff writer. And Jake, same question to you. Tell us how you got started with Convention of States and uh, just, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, same as Brianna. I came in through the internship program, which was absolutely incredible. I loved it. I started in 2020. And then I wasn't actually a writer initially. I did a bunch of different things for COS. I was really blessed to work all over for COS. And more recently, I've come into the writing department. And so I've been with COS for about two years now. And I've absolutely loved it. The internship has been incredible. The work I'm currently doing as a writer has been incredible. And I'm just really blessed to be a part of COS. So you both started out with the Emerging Leaders Program, and obviously you really impressed us. So we brought you on as staff writers. I wonder if you could explain a little bit about your role as a staff writer and why it's important to our mission, and maybe specifically talk about current events and how that plays into our strategy, what kind of things you look for when writing for our website, and Jake, I'm going to pitch this one to you first. Yeah, it's a great question. And as a writer, I think one of the important things that I have to do and all writers in COS, whether that be on a state level or the national level, is we are quite literally writing history. And it's cool to think of it that way. We know as a part of COS, we are all making history. But for writers, we have the responsibility of actually writing down and documenting our history, writing what is happening in the COS movement. 
And I don't think it's far-fetched to assume that future generations, when historians look back and study the first convention of states, they might read our writings, they might read our blogs. And so I think that's we have a deep responsibility just to present the COS story accurately. And current events tie into that. A big part of what we try to do is create a COS narrative that is tied into current events, tied into the news. So we can just point people back to why we need a convention of states, but do it in an interesting way. Because if we just tell people what convention of states is and how it works day after day, they'll they'll learn eventually and they'll probably get a little tired of hearing the same message. But if you can tie that into a narrative, if you can tie it into current events, then you can help people see why we actually need a convention of states and how that ties into the topics everyone's talking about. So for me, my position, a lot of that just entails writing about current events. And we do a lot of other things too, but I think that's the most important part. And really, like I said earlier, my encouragement to all writers in convention of states is just to remember that we are quite literally writing history. And I think that's super exciting and it's something that we should be proud about. Absolutely. So Brianna, what would you add to that? Yeah, I just think it's extremely important. Uh, our messaging from the Convention of States point of view, uh, not just nationally, but also locally on the state blog pages, uh, we try to relate and get that message out to Americans in a way that makes sense and a way that people can relate to. So whether that's recently some some recent breaking news stories, uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, or uh, the FBI raid, or the IRS expansion, those are all examples of federal overreach and something that the Convention of States movement wants to try to fix using Article Five. So we kind of relate it back in our writing to how we can be that solution for all Americans. And Jake, a moment ago, you were talking about essentially the legacy of some of the blogs, the potential legacy that they have. Future generations might look back and, and read these blogs or some of the writings from other grassroots, and they'll study the convention. So I just, you know, I think that's really quite amazing that you and Brianna and many other staff writers, you get to participate in this. Because it's not just you putting out the blog articles. There's other grassroots members who are participating and submitting their own blog articles. Um, and they're meant to, one, help grow the organization, but to inspire other patriots. So I, I was wondering if there's a particular article from the grassroots that you saw recently or that you helped publish that you can tell our audience about and just tell why it was particularly inspiring to you. Yeah, we have quite a few, and I think we have some pictures to share of some of these. But it's there are two different articles that we cover. Some are just the news that everyone's talking about that is in the mainstream media. And then we have a lot like this where we are covering convention of states news and we're showing people that we're making progress. So here on this one, you can see that we made internal progress with convention of states. And sometimes it's a big victory that we cover. Other times it might just be a small event. But I think the important thing is we want to give people hope that COS is continuing to grow. COS is rapidly growing. 
and to show people the internal news just so they know that in whatever state they are in fighting for convention of states, there are millions of other patriots nationwide that are also fighting for convention of states. And so it's really important just to give them that hope so they can see, you know, just how much people really care about convention of states. And so they can know that they're not alone in fighting for this. And Brianna, is there anything that you could add to that? Any successful or some stories of uh, COS success that were was particularly particularly inspiring to you? Yeah, one story uh, recently uh, went live on the Michigan blog page was on the Grayling Canoe Festival that happened earlier this month, uh, and it was first of all just inspiring for me to read over in the process of publishing it to our website because it not only explained what the volunteers are doing, but also how they're growing the COS movement and spreading that message thoroughly at all kinds of different events. Uh, they wrote in the article, I can make a difference by supporting a convention of states. And that's uh, what, what they felt like they were doing and what they are doing throughout uh, all of the states when they're hosting these events. Uh, all summer long at festivals and fairs and all throughout the year. And so it's inspiring to see these local stories in the communities and how they're growing petition signers and, and reaching more and more people and spreading our message every day. Yeah, that's really what I love about what you all do is you're giving people hope these stories that you all are telling might not get highlighted in the mainstream media. Most of the time they don't, but aren't these the stories that actually matter? You know, the media is obsessed with celebrities and the drama in DC. They want people to be outraged all the time, but not much of what they're talking about actually affects our lives. It's, you know, circuses. On the other hand, the stories that we are telling are about everyday citizen heroes who are working to save and restore our great nation. How important would you say it is that we tell these good, positive stories and that our viewers share those stories with their contacts? And Brianna, I'll ask you to go first this time. Yeah, it's extremely important to also show our successes all the time. So we want to always be covering the, the news stories of the day and, and the federal overreach, like I mentioned, but we also want to share how successful the Convention of States movement really is and how we are growing massively every single day. And our message is effective and it's working and, and people are wanting a solution to the government. And so we strive every day for that in our writing and we want to show all of the positives and, and the hope because a lot of times these days in the mainstream media they like to cover you know the dark stories of of the times and the negative things happening because a lot of times that's what gets them more clicks and that's all they write for are the clicks the the reporters uh but we we're working for more than that we're working for a purpose and we're working for a long-term goal not just for the clicks and for the daily viewers and that sort of thing. We're, we're in it for the long haul and to, to make a good impact for the future of our country. So it's all about the successes every day. 
Yeah, I love it. That's very well said. You are writing for a purpose. We're actually giving people something they can do instead of just passing on some sensational or horrific thing that, you know, gets people's attention. Jake, how does that make you feel to know that in your writing, you are actually giving people a solution that they can be part of? It's an incredible feeling and something that I'm extremely grateful to be a part of because I know I hear a lot of people complain about the news and just turn the news off, stop watching the news. And the reason they say that is the news is very complaint oriented and we're telling people how bad the world is, how bad the country is, how bad their politicians are. And that just leaves people feeling hopeless. And so to have a solution, even when we have bad stories, when we have bad news that we have to tell people about, to tie it back to a solution that there is something you can do about it. We're not just going to leave you to wonder, okay, now what? Am I alone in this fight? We actually have a solution. We have a movement that you can be a part of. And I think that's, it's really exciting. And also you touched on celebrities and far off politicians. A lot of people don't care about that. And we want to see people that are on our level, people just like me, people just like you that are fighting to make a difference. And that's what inspires us to be better, to do better, and to do more for our country. It's not just hearing about all the bad things that someone we don't really care about is doing, but it's hearing about what the grassroots are doing, what they're fighting for, and that's what really inspires people, I think. Hmm. Brianna, just a moment ago, you were talking about how um, how empowering these articles can be, especially when uh, people are so focused on the negativity within the mainstream media. This gives a message of hope. And it also talks, uh, these, these blog articles usually talk about how we're growing as an organization and how we have a solution as big as the problem. Um, if there's someone out there in the audience right now who has a talent, who has a talent for writing, what, what advice would you give to them um, about joining a uh, convention of states as a writer, as a, a volunteer writer for the organization? What words of wisdom would you give to them? Yes, I would say take action because now it's more important than ever to get involved and to be part of the change. That's kind of how I came to COS because I felt like you could write all you want about the current events of the day, but it's really the impact. And you, you, everybody wants to have a purpose in this world and this is a way to do that and to have a purpose and, and a way to feel empowered to, to truly fix our nation. And so I would encourage people to get involved uh, by volunteering or uh, writing uh, for the state content uh, page, or you can also uh, apply to the internship program like Jake and I did. If uh, you're younger, it's a great opportunity. and. Uh, any, any way you can get involved. There's plenty of ways besides writing also on social media and, and very varying uh, roles that you can have in your local community and then also through events too. So I would go to dimensionofstates.com slash take action and apply to be part of the change. Mm -hmm. And Jake, just what can you add to that? And then also just, you know, tell uh, tell the audience how they can learn more about writing for their local uh, COS team. Yeah, like Brianna said, the best thing to do is go to the Take Action page, and then if you're connected with people on your state team already, then talk to them about what they need as far as writing in the state. 
and I think that's the the best way to get started and then also just keep in mind that this is something that if you like writing this is something that like Brianna said you can write just for the sake of it but if you tie this back to convention of states you are actually giving people hope and that is super exciting that is super fun that you know that with your writing you're using your skills to give people hope and I just think that's awesome and I would also just encourage and bring recognition to all of those who are already writing for convention of states the writing you guys do is absolutely incredible it inspires us on the national level with the writing that we do we see your posts and it encourages us how to be more creative how to present cos in new ways so just want to bring attention to those who are already content writers for their states and all the incredible and amazing work you guys are doing well, thank you both for joining us today. It was a pleasure speaking to you. Uh, I hope to have you guys back. Uh, but until then, keep uh, keep up the great work putting out that COS narrative. Take care, you two. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, guys. All right, with that, we're going to go over to Mike Ruthenberg, who has the answer for our Article 5 trivia giveaway. Mike, back to you. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you are dying to know the answer to our trivia as well. And if you recall back to the very beginning, our question was, well, first let me tell you why we got to this question, because in a recent tweet, a candidate for US Congress out of Arizona asked the following question. I've seen the argument for a convention of states, the Congress, whenever two-thirds of both houses shall deem it necessary. So who gave Congress the authority to deem it or not deem it necessary? It seems that Josh Burnett misunderstands the Convention of States process. This is important. So how is an Article 5 convention called? That's your question for today. And of course, the answer is an Article 5 convention is called once two-thirds of the several states or two-thirds of all the states that are admitted into the Union at the time or 34 at this time, pass resolutions on a similar topic. Congress simply has a ministerial duty to name the time and the place. That's their entire role. They can't decide whether to, but they can decide when and where. And that's it. 19 states so far with Convention of States have passed a resolution calling for an Article 5 convention to propose fiscal restraints on the federal government term limits, how about that? Uh, not only on members of Congress, by the way, but also on federal officials, including judges. And number three, to reduce or limit the size, scope, and jurisdiction of the federal government. That's what's germane to our resolution, our application, as it's also called. We are just 15 states away. What state are you in? Have you guys passed a resolution? Are you calling your legislators to let them know that you support Convention of States and you expect them to sign up as a certainly as a supporter, maybe as a co-sponsor, maybe even sponsor the resolution in your state? And all you need to do is sign the petition if you haven't by going to conventionofstates.com. And if you have, get some other folks to do it. And then together 
You can do handwritten notes. You can do emails, phone calls to your legislator and urge them to, to partner with you to save the nation. I hope you won the cool hat that we have. If you didn't, go to shopconventionofstates.com and get the cool hat. You can get a cool polo shirt. There's so many things you can get on shopconventionofstates.com. Hopefully, we'll see you over there. In the meantime, back to you, Rita. Thanks, Mike. We do this show every week because we believe in America, the greatest nation that has ever existed. But what is being done to her by swamp monsters in D.C. is a violation of everything that made her special. The founders knew this might happen, and they gave us a plan to fight back. In Article 5 of the Constitution, they inserted a failsafe, a convention of states for proposing amendments to rein in federal tyranny. We're organizing where we, the people, have the advantage in the states. The best part? Neither the president nor Congress can do a thing to stop us. The states are agreeing in advance to discuss amendment proposals on three topics, term limits, fiscal restraints on Congress, and limits on the size and scope of the federal government. This is truly a solution as big as our nation's problems. So join Governor Ron DeSantis, Ben Shapiro, Senator Rand Paul, Ben Carson, Mark Levin, and millions of liberty-loving patriots by signing and sharing the petition at conventionofstates.com. Make sure that you are taking action too. Go to our Take Action page and get involved as a volunteer. We have numerous volunteer roles that can help forward the cause and to help get us to a convention. You can bring your time and talent and we can point it towards self-governance and towards calling a convention. You can also follow us on our, all of our social media platforms. We are on Rumble, MeWe, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, YouTube, Instagram, Getter, and TikTok. Make sure that you are liking the content and sharing the content. Get the message out about Convention of States. You can listen to this program and other historic legacy content at our Convention of States podcast. Just search Convention of States wherever you podcast from. If you want to bypass big tech, if you want to get important messages and dates from Convention of, Convention of States, please text START to 54555. Again, that's START to 54555. You'll get important COS messages and updates. Check out the battle cry with COS president and co-founder Mark Meckler. It's on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time for another edition of COS Live. Remember, politics is not a spectator sport. If you really want to win, if you really want to change America, you need to get in the game. Your country needs you. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.